0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hungry Bleak podcast. I am Antonio Pomares, and as you know, I'm doing these specials. Um, like I said, one Wednesday a month, I'm going to be doing these special. Which I'm, the special series I'm calling "Off the Shelf," where I'm actually speaking to comic book owners about their stores and. Uh, it's just everything that entails in them. Because a lot of people don't talk about the stores. Sometimes the stores, like you think about it, but you don't really, but you kind of gloss over. You just go in, you get your stuff, you have the conversations, blah, 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 then you leave. But comic book shops are really special places, and they make a lot of people feel really good, safe, and comfortable. And that's awesome. So I'm going to talk about a shop, actually two shops technically, um, that are my not-so-local comic book shops. I don't even know how to even put this place into words or the owner into words. The best thing I can say is he's like a comic book genie. If you're thinking of like a comic, game, like, you know, I wonder what would he's going to pop up. He's going, hey, I've got three suggestions for you. I've got five suggestions for you. This is a legit shoot. I've seen him do it. He'll be behind the counter or he'll come up from out of like the ether. So I don't know where he comes up from, like out of, from downstairs. Obviously, he's not teleporting as far as I know. Uh, From up, from downstairs, from anyone comics. Oh yeah, I know about this comic, this one here, that one here. Just a complete, like just a complete eternal stream of knowledge as far as comics go. One of the best people I can possibly think of to own a shop and just a genuine, really cool human being. And I'm honored to have him here to talk about uh, anyone comics. And then the second story that he has, everyone comics folks, this is Demetrius.
1: Hey, <laughs> how,
0: how are you doing today, Demetrius? Doing right, doing right. Um, uh, first off, I want to say thank you, man, for being on. Uh, truly appreciate it. My pleasure. It's just an honor. Um, I've been in your shops before. Well, I've only been in Everyone Comics once, unfortunately. But I, life is getting better, so I hope to correct that in the near <laughs> future. Um, can you give us a bit of a history on Anyone Comics and then how you came to open up Everyone Comics?
1: Uh, So, uh, I worked at Midtown Comics for 12 years. Um, At some point, when you become a manager at one of the stores and stuff, you know, there's there's more. And um, it it was kind of, uh, I I wanted to do things that weren't conducive to the store. And ultimately, what I wanted to do would have scaled back the store. Um, uh, Midtown being like one of the biggest distributors in the world, you know, East Mm -hmm. Coast for sure. Um, but I want to do something local. I wanted to do, I wanted to create more of a space that was, uh, more activity oriented. Well, one that like, um, you know, that, that and more importantly, something that could get people who don't read comics into possibly reading comics. So, um, at anyone comics, uh, in Brooklyn, um, first thing I wanted to do was, uh, uh, organize, uh, drink and draws with my friend who passed away, John Jennison, um, role-playing games, um, board games, book clubs and stuff, right? The, the, I I think where comics are right now, it's everyone's, um, responsibility, publishers, creators and stores to kind of grow the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think there's so many people who are just kind of like, there's, there's more, interest out there in comic books than there is in purchasing of comic books there's more people who talk about comic books Mm -hmm. um who like you know there's an interest in there there's definitely an interest in there but it's difficult for people to um they, they feel like there's a barrier in of entry and i think everyone's responsibility is to kind of bridge that gap um i feel specifically with anyone comics by doing Um, art-driven events, 24-hour comics, um, other things, if we put the power of making comics or coming up with ideas back into people's hands, then they'll be more comfortable in exploring other people's ideas. Um, You'll note that we carry more indie books um, than most other comic book stores in New York City. Um, We luckily have like a lot of artists uh, in Brooklyn who um just have ideas and stuff and want to connect and everything and and that has been growing we did the um access guide comic fair where we have uh local uh black artists creators come and and like sell their books and it it was a huge success it was like a huge like connection with uh different uh creators and, and and with audiences who normally not buy comics and who also have this picture of what comics are based on the movies and and are witnessing that it's not that it's not simply that you know Mm-hmm. Um so uh so so anyone comics. Um I'm actually from the Bronx. Uh and believe it or not, the Bronx real estate was higher priced than Brooklyn's was at the time. Um I had a lot of friends from Crown Heights, uh, I had a lot of friends from Trinidad and stuff. And so it was a neighbor that like really spoke to me. It was like the closest to the New York I remember growing up, and it's the one I wanted to connect with. I, I said I would start a store if the neighborhood, if the community, uh, wants it great. If not, we'll move out and try it somewhere else and stuff. Right. But the crown Heights responded very strongly. And I'm like, I I couldn't be luckier to be anywhere else. Um, five years later, one pandemic, uh, later, um, uh, uh, with the, with the growth of that store, um, I knew that with New York, real estate you're kind of fighting losing battle and so the only advantage i thought to have was if i have a second store if i negotiate my lease um with my landlord uh coming up in four years um, i have no leverage unless i could say i'm gonna pack up my stuff and move it somewhere else i do want to mm-hmm. stay in crown heights but at the same time uh i want to create another store elsewhere and so didn't want to do it in brooklyn i have a lot of uh, other uh friends who own stores in brooklyn hank from bulletproof yes. um uh, and, um, I, I looked at qu- Queens had, had a shortage of it. Right. And so I looked around and once again, uh, funny enough, Long Island city, which has maybe the highest, uh, uh, uh income average income had cheap. Um, so play right up to yeah. Queensboro Plaza stop. Uh, <laughs> I live in Brooklyn currently. I want to be like somewhere I can commute easily. And, uh, this neighborhood is a little bit more. Uh, hesitant in accepting comic books. Um, people here like collectibles. <laughs> they like they like their Funko Pops, man, which I disdain, but whatever, man. Um, but <laughs> we're within range of Astoria. Astoria people love it. Uh, we're within range of Jack and Knights. Jack and Knights seem to love the store. And so, so right now, there's a trick of like trying compared to compared to anyone comics where we were embraced by community. Here at Everyone Comics, we're it seems like creating the community from scratch and uh, it's an uphill battle. Uh, I've compared it to having uh, two children. You have that first one. It was rough. You raise it. And then you think, okay, all right, I did it. It's done. Now I'm going to have another child and it'll be easier because I know what I'm doing now, but no, that child is, is different, different personality. The things that came easy the first time are hard now. And you know what? That first child isn't even done being raised yet. It still needs your attention. They both now need your attention. So, uh, yeah. I'm never having kids. That's the, that's the lesson I'm learning.
0: That's probably the best analogy I think I've ever heard from a business owner. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Yeah, one kid is you like, "Oh yeah." And then you go to the other one's like, "Wait, why aren't you like this? Yeah. Like why aren't you the same?" I, they're I, never going to be the same. Even twins are never going to be the same. Never. I'm, I'm feeding you the same things. Why aren't you liking it? <laughs> I'm putting in the same tunes, the same show. This worked with your sister. I don't know why this is not working <laughs> with you. Uh, stress. Uh it's interesting that you're yeah, that one community embrace and the other community you're trying to grow from scratch. Yeah, man. I, that's actually a really interesting take on having stores because they are in like two different areas. Like I've been to both stores; They are two different okay. areas. And it's, it's become like yeah, the one in Brooklyn has it feels like it's part of a crown jewel there. Like it feels like it's a it's what is it they call it in a Doctor Who? Um, uh, blah, 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 A fixed point in time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what your store feels like. It feels like no matter what else would happen ever, that store has to happen. Yeah. And I love it. And I love how it has become this huge hub. Mm -hmm. And the idea of you bringing in, it because it's called Anyone Comics. Anyone can be here, whether it is your first comic, whether it is your thousandth comic, whether it's your second Mm -hmm. comic. And you do embrace that. And the second story, Everyone Comics, excuse me, yeah, Everyone Comics, does have that same feel, but I understand what you're saying though, too. It makes a little more sense to me when I walk into the store and I'm like, Yeah, it's a little bit of a different child, different animal, but mm-hmm. you go from there. But with that, your stores do so much, there's a lot that your stores do. Honestly, what makes your stores, Anyone Comics and Everyone Comics, special?
1: Um, I uh I it's the customers more than anything else that make it what it is. Hmm. Um, unfortunately you were, you actually touched on it. Um, I, I wouldn't have normally thought they were special. They're, they're kind of a dream come true for me to be, to own things like this, to be, to be important for people and stuff, right. To have something that like does mean something for people. But I honestly, I think, I think the, just, uh, the existence of uh comic book stores kind of diminishing is what, part of what makes them special unfortunately like just like Hmm. having fewer stores makes the stores that we currently have special so i mean in brooklyn uh since anyone comics opened up in 2017 we've had uh I, i if i recall off the top i had like three store closures right and like you know like to me stores aren't competition or anything we're more like um uh, churches, let's say, right? We're not mm-hmm. we're not there to like take oh, okay. um, parishioners from people, but more like to get people to understand the the book, you know, yeah, you know right. whatever or, or temple or or um, uh, mosque or whatever you have. But like, we're there. We're, we're that ideally, that's what I think compulsory should be, right? They once upon a time they were uh, a, a space where the outcasts and the rejects and the nerds were, right? Um the nerds have for the most part taken over the universe right now, right? <laughs> um, but that uh yeah, that like yeah, I, I I I do want these places to be a place where people are comfortable being um physically. People find these spaces online, um, you know, and God bless them for, but like, you know, having a physical, like kind of being that space uh physically is important to me and if if uh, if the stores are special it's it's maybe am delivering that mission statement and and more importantly um, getting to introduce people um, to other ideas that can they can find comfort with and stuff you know um, that's mm-hmm. that, that that's my goal is just like uh, getting people to like op- both open up their world and um be okay with what they're handling and stuff you know i don't know yeah no that totally makes sense but i, mm-hmm. I you're,
0: you're you're actually being very humble with that and i'm going to tell you why i remember when i first walked into anyone comics i had mm-hmm. take, i had heard about it on facebook mm-hmm. um from joe Illich. he was you know posting about it so I had a day off. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to New York on a Wednesday, which I never do. <laughs> and I went to New York Wednesday, went there, and it was a bad day for me, too. I just wasn't having a good day. Went down, and I finally saw you, and I walked in, and I immediately was like, wow. It felt like I had walked into a sitcom where there's, like, you know, that that neighborhood comic book shop. And I felt like there was going to be a laugh track behind me, one-liners, everything. And there was I – I don't remember – The boy's name, but you were talking to him about comics. And I think you would give him a comic every day for him to read. Yeah. And he was doing art. And I stood there and I, at a certain point, I stopped looking at the comics and I was watching the interaction. Yeah. And I hadn't seen that anywhere. Huh. So you piqued my interest right off the bat. Then you were showing me the place. You were so happy and excited. But still, I mean, it's, it's a business. You're showing me you showed me downstairs, you showed me the different offices and everything that you had planned. And to see everything come to fruition and more is incredible. It's amazing. And it's a daunting task. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what makes your store special is you. Yeah. And that's not me trying to be, you know, whatever, like, you know, i um, sucking up, or whatever. That's legitimately you, but that's a such a Demetrius thing to do <laughs> is to not see that because at a certain point, it was just you at the store. I would only see you. Anytime I walked in, it was you. i never saw anybody else. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. guy's an Android. He just plugs himself in the court. He, he has an outlet. He plugs himself up in the corner. He charges up and he's there like ready. <laughs> then seeing your, you grow the team and then seeing more and more events and how inclusive everything is, which is another beautiful thing about your store. Your store is, yeah, it brings in everyone and it's inclusive of everyone, regardless of what background you come from, regardless of what you mm-hmm. worship, who you love. Who, it, it's, it's beautiful. Thanks. So you saying that again, it's such a Demetrius thing to say, <laughs> but do part of it is you and the people that you have around you who love the store as much as they love you.
1: Aw. I mean, but, that's, but, that's, but, that's legit. But here's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't want to push back on a compliment, uh, uh, but like,
0: <laughs> which but is a like,
1: thing to do, but go ahead. <laughs> but like, again, like in Crown Heights, they made that easy, man. Like I did have a kid come around who yeah. was drawing and stuff here. I don't have so much of that, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting that crowd. You got that. And I, I, I will have to say that it's the community of Crown Heights that gave us that, that responded so warmly to that, that was that setting as well. So I, I, o- I always thought to myself, if I opened up uh, 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 a comic book story, like a different place, like, I don't know, like uh, Missouri or something like that, right? And like, I'm surrounded by people who aren't accepting, who don't look at, uh, uh, who aren't accepting of people who are different or don't look at different lifestyles. Uh, I, I, I'm like, I, I'm, I always think to myself, is it more important for me to have a comic book store or is it, uh, or, or you know, or and, and therefore would I just be um, responding to that? Would I like in that town not carry, you know, Marvel Voices pride or anything like that because mm-hmm. no one would ever buy it? Or uh, uh, would I still try to do that even if it's just one person, you know, at the cost of the store and stuff? And I mean, again, with Crown Eyes, I never had to like, Give. I never had that challenge. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. like, um. So so thank you, um, but also I have to give it back to. <laughs> I have to give it back to you and everybody else, man. And by the way, that kid that you mentioned, yeah, Jaylen, man, kid's a hustler, man. He he come he comes in every day, right? There was one time <laughs> a, a customer saw him a, 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 like admired this kid's like insistence on reading and stuff. Mm-hmm. So says. Yo D, put that book on my table. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for that book, right? I'm gonna pay for the book he's reading, right? Kid puts down his uh, $4 uh, Spider-Man Double Trouble, puts it mm-hmm. down, grabs a graphic novel, and says, <laughs> <laughs> "I mean, yeah." The the, the at, at that point, my sure. customer was like like we cracked up and he was like, you know what? Give it to, to you
0: know what? Respect that hustle. I mean, I, I'm not going to say no to that. I'm not going to, I'm going to (laughs) go fair play. You know what? I said it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah. Well, you know what? I, like I said, mine I'm hopefully I'll be up in a month or so. Yeah. And I want to go to both stores because I miss I miss walking into anyone comics. I do, man. I I love walking into that place. But being at everyone comics, I love the look. I love the lighting. I love the windows. I the the mural in the back of Danny. I, I, I love it all, man. I, yeah, yeah. I truly love it all. And I, I miss going up there and getting some comics. <laughs> Speaking of comics, yeah. Can you give me three comics, graphic novel recommendations that you have? Um it could be something new, something old, something yeah, yeah. borrowed, something blue. I don't care.
1: Uh, so uh, I'm gonna go with something new to just cause like I've, I'm buzzing around stuff. But like <laughs> my uh my my recent three comics that I'm enjoying a lot are um uh damn them all. Um, have you read that one? No, I haven't read that one. It's a it, it, it's like the John Constantine comic I've been waiting for for ten years, man. So uh. Yeah. Opens up with the uh, death of the John Constantine character. Mm-hmm. And it's about this guy's niece who's, like, trying to navigate this world of street magicians and hustlers and stuff. And um, uh, it's it, it just it's by Cy Spurrier and Charlie – Cy, uh, Cy Spurrier, who was doing the recent Sandman series, the Dreaming series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie Adler, who I think most people know from Walking Dead. And they just captured that t- – like, it could have easily fit – As a Vertigo title, but with no Vertigo, these guys just produced a book that just like has that Vertigo feeling. Something that I just don't feel in books. I haven't felt in books in a while. It it does it 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 creates a world seamlessly in four issues. I I I think they accomplished in one issue, honestly, and um a world of the occult, and uh yeah I'm just I, I I think they they have a really solid one. Um I'm is that through Boom Boom yeah okay yeah. Boom's been nailing it. Um they really have. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with X-Men Red man. Um uh, Storm uh, is in charge of Mars, man. Like Mars has its own culture. It's got um some like reflection of uh the Dune mythology in mm-hmm. it. And it's it's just it's just uh to me, uh X-Men Red feels like Deep Space Nine. One of my favorite shows, Ooh. right? Yeah. So it's okay. it's here's here's Storm, who's commander Cisco, and she's trying to navigate both the culture of this native uh tribe called the Iraqi, similar to the Bajorans, mm-hmm. and uh also trying to instill the X-Men values, the quote civil uh civilized culture, Starfleet, mm-hmm. right? And so she's navigating both worlds. Uh, like to me, that that's what that's one of the things that drew that made Deep Space Science so so interesting was how like commander Cisco had such a difficult task and ultimately mm-hmm. he was able to accomplish it by uh, paying reverence to the people native to that, um, uh, world and stuff. So storm in a similar way is navigating the same way. Although I, I, I gotta tell you, Magneto has been a runaway star for that, that run, man. He's, he's been, he's been, you come in for storm, but Magneto has been like, really like been, uh, been stealing, stealing the show.
0: Stealing the show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
1: Um, and then, uh, 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 thirdly, um, I'll go with, uh, man. I mean, you're really limited (laughs) down to.
0: (laughs) It's hard. Um, I mean, it would be like asking me. I've got so many things in my head. I would go. I don't know what to tell you. I I don't.
1: Um, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, you know, you know, I'll I'll go with the recent icon and hardware. It's only one issue and it just came out last week and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, watching the Milestone universe being built again I think is really interesting um I think Dennis Cowan's artwork is still very strong um mm-hmm. Reginald Hudlin teamed up with a new writer I'm forgetting this person's name unfortunately at the moment um so uh the voices are there um the uh the tone of the comic um is both modern and reminiscent of old Milestone um but I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and say I kind of <laughs> hardware because I really want to just plug uh milestone in general. Um so yeah. I'd say those are my top three books at the moment, I would say. Unless you want me to go further back, but yeah.
0: For today, because it can change. It'll change. Next week it'll something else. I milestone, I read um the uh Shadow static Declosure. um the static a uh, season two. Yeah, yeah. Issue one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so I the I, I love static like the, the, the new series, I loved it. it. It was great. Yeah. And I'm like, it's perfect. You know, it's great. I love it. Um, <clears throat> Vida Ayala, who is always awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, Nicholas uh, Ivy Very Draper. Private. Yeah. I I love his art style and everything and and his designs. And I'm like, okay, it's great. And then I read it and I'm like, wait, how did you all just surpass? I I, I was so blown away and I was like. I felt like they had been working out, like literally working out <laughs> in like a hyperbolic chamber and like hundred degree, like, like sayings. And I was yeah. reading, I was like, damn. And it felt so good. And it made me want to go back and read all the milestone stuff. I haven't read, um, hardware versus icon because I want to, I, I thought I read hardware number six, but I didn't. So I want to read that. Then I want to read the new one. Yeah, yeah. came out because I want everything to be there. Cause it's awesome. Those are great picks though. And I love the yeah. fact that you picked, um, two books that I haven't read, because now I want to go read them. <laughs> I was hoping that you weren't going to re- pick anything that I read, but I read, like, sometimes I read, like, obscure stuff that nobody's reading, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Right. You know, so, okay, there's one more thing. Now, I have this theory. It's not really a theory. I think it's actually true, but what have you. Every comic what book theory style, is, man. A theory is something that you think is true, man, but you can't prove it. I think it's true, though. I mean, I really yeah. think it's true because, it's That's still I a mean, theory, man. I'm hungry, so this is definitely it. Every comic book shop is like has at least, let's say three restaurants within walking distance of it that are great places, like little not like I'm not talking chains or whatever, I'm talking legit, like maybe hole in the wall, whatever places. You get your new comics, you got Mm -hmm. your stack, you got your comics, you got your trades, you got your graphic novels, you take them, you go to this restaurant, you eat, you're having a great time. What are you can give me like two or three places near anyone or everyone comics? that you would say are great places to eat, to
1: take the comments that they've just bought from you at yeah. your stores? All right. Great. Um, yeah. Crown Heights has a ton of great spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll bring it down to, uh, G's, uh, okay. if you want West Indian food, um, I definitely recommend going into G's, uh, getting some doubles, which is like this kind of a uh, chickpea, uh, uh, really inexpensive, like, um kind of pita bread thing mm-hmm. uh uh with like like curry sauce it, it just tastes delicious i i, I can't really describe it, but it's like sweet and delicious and it's, it's this chickpea concoction um and uh uh i'll go with um uh franklin uh park uh it's a bit of a walk from the store mm-hmm. uh, i'd say like two blocks away but it's basically a hamburger joint up front and a speakeasy with arcades in the back it's on franklin avenue all right, but you definitely got my attention with that. one. All right, All right cool.
0: All right, cool. Because right, cool. I I love the idea of that a burger joint and then yeah
1: yeah that that's totally awesome. Um All right. and uh, uh uh here at everyone uh, where I'm at right now, um, John Brown, uh barbecue. Uh, oh, I've heard box. about that. Oh, great, great barbecue spot. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, although that's the thing, I wouldn't recommend bring your stack of comics, the barbecue <laughs> spot to be perfectly honest all right that's, maybe that's maybe stop by before you come to the comic store you know uh, all right all right and, and, or, and, or bring gloves yeah yeah i mean you know we we'll go all out folks seriously um and there's a bar uh i usually hit up around here called the huntress um mm-hmm. good burgers and uh they do karaoke pretty often and stuff um so like it's, it's it's just a chill like area to uh bar to hang out at and stuff so
0: Okay. And folks, as always, because you know me, I'm going to put the links uh, for these restaurants in the episode description so you can check them out because I definitely need to check out um, <laughs> these places because, yeah, I yeah, I definitely, because you, you got me hungry now and I really don't feel like cooking anything at this time of night, but I might have to. So on that note, Demetrius, again, I can't thank you enough for doing this, man. Um, I appreciate it. All of the events that you have, the inclusion, how you literally welcome people into your store and you make them feel comfortable. I've heard some of the most random conversations (laughs) out of no, I remember having a conversation, no, no, hearing one about someone who hadn't watched The Princess Bride. Yeah. And I was like, I know what I'm getting into when I walk into the store and Demetrius is there. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah but the conversation was so great. And I'm like, I've seen that movie a thousand times. Yeah. And then another time I remember you berating me because I hadn't read Immortal Hulk. And then I read it and you were like, did you read it yet? Did you read it? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I read it and it's awesome. Thank you. All right. And yeah, everything you do is so great. And to see everything, like you said, that you, that you have started and that you had a vision for. And I mean, from, Hosting live podcasts to stand up to uh the, the drink and draw to um the uh the d the art school, uh, everything that you do, and the fact that it's an art school for kids, too. Mm-hmm. Dude, you are a fixed point in time. Doctor Who could not take you out, man, and I love it, folks. If you are in New York, which you probably are, because Why wouldn't you be? I strongly recommend you hit up anyone comics and everyone comics. Again, I'm going to have the uh, links in the episode description, go check them out. And if you have just seen what movie just came out, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you've just seen that, the, one of the things I will always say, and Demetrius is one of the reasons why I say this, because I listen to what he says is if you've just seen a movie, if you just watched the series and you're like, Oh, that was really great. And you want to know more about the, the story. Go into your local comic book shop and say, hey, I just saw X, Y, and Z. Can you let me know, is there more to that story? Is there another story with those characters? Is it whatever? And they will more than happily tell you about three or four other comics you can read. And Demetrius will definitely let you know. He'll ask you open-ended questions. The, The dude is on point, seriously. And he will ask you those questions, and he'll get you those recommendations. He honestly will, and that's what I love about being there with him. So, folks, this has been Demetrius of Anyone and Everyone Comics. You have any parting words for the folks,
1: sir? Uh, Six-year anniversary is coming up literally March 1st for Anyone Comics, and uh, one-year anniversary is coming up March 12th for Everyone Comics. So, come through. We got Burlesque coming. We got a I can't announce this event, but we have a pretty big deal event happening at Everyone Comics uh, if things uh, uh, work out. But uh, let's—we'll let, we'll definitely have some guest artists uh, showing up, and uh, it'll be—it'll be, it'll be uh, definitely a time to meet people. Uh, so keep your eyes open on our, our social media for upcoming events and uh, join in
0: i'm definitely trying to be there i'm not even gonna lie folks i'm I'm definitely trying to be there life is getting better so i'm definitely trying to be there (laughs) all right so this has been demetrius of anyone and everyone comics folks go check them out look as always do the best you can with what you got because in the end that's all that you really get folks you all have a great day enjoy the rest of it drink your water take your meds whether it's for a physical or mental ailment whatever it is because i want you to be the best you that you can be and you have a good evening day night whatever time you chose to listen to this all right